Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week it's part one of our epic two-part Pledge Week special, Donks and Dildos. Let's go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. With us, noted author, Dan Kennedy. Dan, welcome to the program. Hello. It's a pleasure to have you, sir. It's a pleasure to be here, sir. You know, a lot of people emailed me. Uh, after Dan was on The Sound of Young America and said, uh, Dan should come on Jordan, Jesse, Go. That was like a Jordan, Jesse, Go without Jordan. Oh. Which I don't know if was that, that was good or, or negative. negative. Yeah. yeah, I think that's put us all in an awkward position uh-huh. right off the bat. Should I have fired Jordan? Is that what I should have done? I don't think that was the case. Oh, man. this is. I kind of feel like uh, I'm somebody's interviewing for my job while I'm still in the room. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, I mean, Jordan. It's a little rude, Jesse. Jordan, I'm not saying you're fired. I'm just Uh, saying you're on shaky uh, ground. Watch your back. I feel like a slightly aged, really hot woman on a soap opera right now. (laughs) How so? That's a really complex metaphor to just leave sitting. Well, you know, I think, uh, you know, just the feeling. You've all heard the the parable of the slightly aging... (laughs) Soap opera woman. Mm-hmm. You know how she shows up, and then I, I just go like this. I know this doesn't play on the podcast because you can't you know, really see honestly, it. Audio honestly, we're not that arched. we're not that concerned. I'm going to be honest with you, Dan. Our you go whole like podcast doesn't play in audio. <laughs> like when when like Jesse goes, it was really awkward. It was like, are they saying I should fire Jordan? And then I just I stand here like this. Oh, he's oh, he's giving a sidelong yeah, glance. Sidelong, yeah. yeah. You guys, um, I don't know why that makes me feel like a woman. <laughs> we're gonna eat a lot of different things on this show because a lot of people have sent us things. And I, by the way, I'm announcing this right now in the introduction to this week's program. Stop sending us stuff, <laughs> not not hookup stuff, foreign candy. We've got plenty. Yeah, lots of we've got. Yeah, we're basically going around the globe at this point. A so. lot of people are Unless bothered. You've got some like uh, some candy from an. Like a like an offshore oil rig in Antarctica. Yeah, that's basically the only candy we don't have. Yeah, or even just a research station in Antarctica. Sure. I mean, I don't want it to be only oil rig stuff. Oh, I do. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um. Anyway, Jordan, would you rather taste uh uh spunk salt lacrids or spunk vin gummy? Which one will make me seem less gay? Uh, I think is the the big question. Um, uh, it sounds like somebody's being arrested in the background there. Well, I would say that the sp- I would say probably spunk salt lacrids, which is just less colorful. It's and it's black. It's kind of solid and black. So wait, my only two options are called spunk, though, right? Can we? Yeah, no, okay. absolutely. I, I have think... to eat spunk in some. I'm guessing. There's also, well, there's also this candy called penis. Oh, I'll take that. That's not a real candy. That's just your dick. <laughs> okay, here we go. I appreciate that you added the food coloring, though. Okay, I'm going to try... It's easier to... I'm going to try spunk... What's Dan going to eat? What kind of gay thing is Dan going to eat? <laughs> That's the name of um, my new podcast. Spunk of What kind of gummy. gay thing is Dan going to eat? <laughs> okay, wh- wh- how would you say... This is like wow, a little... I'm not... I'm 
not looking forward to this. It looks like a little bird. It looks like a combination of a bird and a paisley. Uh, mine looks like a piece of charcoal. Oh, uh, yours is black. And it's Look got at a that. black dust that's rubbing off on my hands. That looks wow. like a tiny, tiny part for a mountain bike that you can't get like without right. sending away. Mm-hmm. This is hard as a rock. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like a it's like this is like a black jujube. Yeah, this is like mm-hmm. a red jujube. Jujube. Well, we ate spunk. Yeah. Are you happy? Yeah. Are you happy? Are you happy, twelve year olds? We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Like a pill. Yeah, yeah, like no. Upon further consideration. You know, we've been thinking about it. Not in your best interest. You ready? Yeah. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. With us, uh, author Dan Kennedy, his uh, most recent book, Rock On, an office power ballad. That's from memory, folks. Nice. Published by Doubleday. <laughs> nice. Was it published by Doubleday? <laughs> no. Wrong. No. Wrong memory. Hmm. You had a different memory. <laughs> I guess I did. I'm often having those. <laughs> Um, Dan, nice different memory, Jordan. Dan was Dan's giving Dan's giving that voice a shot. He's giving that character a shot. See, he's gonna see how it works out. Mm-hmm. He's giving it a try. Mm. Old uppity. Yeah, that's Ol, what we call it. Old uppity. Uh, a couple weeks on the pro. It's been a couple weeks since we've been here. Sure. Uh, <laughs> certain members of the team uh, are often called to f- uh, foreign ports of call mm-hmm. for work purposes, and sometimes it precludes us from recording. We're back now. Uh, a few weeks ago, we asked our listeners, Dan, just to fill you in, mm. to to hook us up, basically. After we, we put out this request for foreign candy, what happened is this. Somebody emailed me. They said they couldn't afford to donate to support the show, but they wanted to do something. They were unemployed and living on the lamb in Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. No, on the dole, not on the lamb. Mm. Possibly also on the lamb. Mm-hmm. I, oh, man, I just ratted them out. <laughs> Do not call Scandinavian America's most wanted because I just spilled the beans on that person. But I think I think on the lamb means on the dole in Scandinavia. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Um, but this person had a friend who worked in an Icelandic candy factory and said, "Would you like me to send you some Icelandic candy?" Is and, this a bar joke, by the way? Just a really complex <laughs> one. Yeah. Anyway, so the priest says, "12-inch pianist." <laughs> I've got Good night, a everybody. Friend that works in an Icelandic candy factory. Exactly. So, but you have to knock three times <laughs> and then stick your dick in a hole before he'll let you into the candy. Wait factory. a minute, that's the rooster. And <laughs> the Irishman was drunk. Oh, okay. Uh, so what we th- what we interpreted from that was. We have an amazing power. You know, we have sure. thousands of listeners across the world, and they can hook us up with shit. Right. Just hook us up. We don't even know what we're... G- Jordan yeah. offered to hook people up with Fuel TV uh, swag. Sure. Yeah. I've got it. I've got it uh, in spades. Well, guess what? Our listeners have come through. Okay, number one. Uh, this is from uh, Brooke in Oregon. Mm-hmm. OregonCookies.com is her family business. Wow. Her, I guess, thousands of generations, dozens of generations of Oregonian Brooks have uh, gone onto the internet at OregonCookies.com to make and sell uh, oatmeal raisin cookies, Mm. uh, chocolate chip cookies, and peanut butter cookies. Uh, I would say we should eat those on the air, but I think it's it's not going to work. It's yeah. not going to be a good thing. To they look like they're going to the like the spunk thing was kind of interesting because you don't know it, but I think we know those cookies are going to be delicious, and I don't think there's any suspense. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. I I ate half of one of them already. How'd that go? I would 
pretty good. I liked it. It was a nice cookie. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm going to be honest with you, Jordan. I don't have a lot of call for mail order cookies hmm. in my in my life. Right. You don't. I, if I need you cookies, like, you love baking you, from scratch, right? I love to bake from scratch. Absolutely. Are you one of those people that will just go down to the store and get a cookie? Uh, <laughs> Are you one of those Philistines? <laughs> I just don't like signing for packages, okay? I do not like accepting deliveries. Okay. Also, also the URL is uh, for OregonCookies.com is really close to a porn site he likes. <laughs> so, yeah. so there's some confusion. Yeah, he ends up masturbating I, a lot before he can buy the cookies. Which yeah. is odd for everybody. Yeah. I once uh, frequented a bakery that had Remember a that iced oatmeal that. cookie I gave you, Dan? Um, wait, wait, sorry. Finish your bakery story, Dan. No, just before that, Jesse made that cum joke. Just that there was a, there was a small bakery I used to frequent often in New York, where one of the customers would all, would masturbate a lot. But it was so I yeah, sure. It's a little weirder. Absolutely, sure. happens in the brick and mortar. Okay, so <laughs> this is this. If it weren't for a different thing that we got as a hookup, this might be the best thing that we got as a hookup. Okay, Matt Bobola. Lives in uh, uh, Moyock, North Carolina, mm-hmm. um, and he's Bobola from Moyock. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like noises Jerry Lewis would make. Now, Matt Bobola's mother, <laughs> Matt Bobola's mother, Mrs. Bobola, <laughs> works I in pres- an Icelandic candy factory. <laughs> yes, with a priest. Mm-hmm. Oh. One day, the priest says. Mexicans are lazy. His mother, you've you've seen these television commercials where uh, you learn get to learn a, tr- uh, a high paying quality trade. His mother learned such a trade: dental hygienist. Oh. I was hoping TV VCR repair. Ah, that's what no, I was dental yeah. hygienist. She works in a sweet color floor unit for <laughs> us. She works in a dental office, and among her. Uh, among her jobs at the dental offices, she's in charge of ordering the stuff that you get at the end of your visit to the dentist. Oh, the the pride. Whoa, small bottles of. So we've what? got we've got we've got intermediate level toothbrushes. Oh, we've God. got. <laughs> we wouldn't want to sprain a, an ankle on the advanced toothbrush. We've got a dental floss holder. We've got a package of. Fun toys. Oh, hologram spittle doodles. What are those called? <laughs> they say fun toys on the bag. I love just call them fun toys. Yeah, I love the fact they just net out at 12 fun toys. Okay. <laughs> uh, ooh, a number of nice finger puppets in here. Ah. Uh, we've got some monkeys who are encouraging you to have good oral hygiene and a frog who's flossing. Yeah. A bunch mm. of super high bouncy balls. He's going to go a courtin. Are you going to go a courtin, Jesse? Some of those hey, Chinese Jesse, finger traps. Jesse, do you think he'll go a courtin? Uh, it's possible. Does, does she work for a, first? She worked for a dentist or a clown? Uh-huh. <laughs> what well, is the what? Clown for dentist. children? The bag you're for holding children. right now is like Chinese. Who gets Chinese finger cuffs when they go to the dentist? The kids get. You ever those been now? to a you ever been to a tricky Chinese dentist? <laughs> <laughs> He loves dentistry, but also he played joke. Yeah. So. <laughs> watch, watch out before you crack that soda. That's how he encourages you to. Here, help yourself to a can of nuts before I work on your teeth. And all oh, it's snakes. And all the dental floss. And uh, uh, oh, look at this thing. This is not dental floss. I believed it to be dental floss. However, it's something called clean paste floss. It's about a foot thick. 
Oh, this is going to be great. I th- I'm going to guess that this floss is impregnated with toothpaste. Oh, that's wow. wicked. It's a powerful floss. How does that even get between your teeth, though? It's like a tow rope. Y- yeah, well... It's pretty thick. It is pretty thick, but, uh, you know, if you got fucked up teeth like me... Yeah. Hey, people... Uh, people if, are... like me, your parents couldn't afford orthodonture. <laughs> um, you know, people were complaining a little bit that we ate on the air. They said it was obnoxious that we ate on the air. Man, just wait till they hear us flossing, huh? Yes. Yeah. Let's take it to the next level. Taking it to the next. <laughs> of alienation. Okay, now we're t- we've been talking here about hookups, right? Yeah. Mm. Well, who can give us the hookup? Mm. Well, it would appear that we got a world champion hookup on this week's program. And you're not talking about Bobola? Willie Nelson! Wait a minute. Yeah, and uh, it was a conjugal visit. Willie <laughs> 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 really? Nelson. Oh, man. The ultimate hookup. Oh, is that what you guys did when I was late? <laughs> uh, you both fucked Willie Nelson and I didn't get to <laughs> fuck him or watch. That's awful. I'll never be late you again. Were, you were the butt of that old prank. Yeah, the old... That old, we're just hanging out prank, Man. when really Willie's here. Now, Layla writes to us from San Francisco, my hometown. Sure. Mm. Uh, I heard your plea for swag and knew I had to act. It just so happens that I work at a dildo store. The kind uh... run by fat lesbians, metaphorically, if not literally. <laughs> Metaphorically, that's not a popular metaphor. Well, this one's run by a fat lesbian. That's hey, not like a look who's talking, older lady on a soap opera metaphor guy. I, no, no, no. I think I think it, you know. There's there's your two kinds. You know, I'm I'm, I'm sure yes. there's, I'm sure to the sex op aficionado, there's right. more than two kinds. But to the general, you know, only yeah. occasional erotic product purchaser, right? There's filthy trench coat. And yeah, then and fat lesbian. And fat lesbian. And, fat and lesbian you is... definitely want to mm. go with fat lesbian. Sure. That's the one to go with. It's yeah. nicely lit. Yeah. It's in a nice part of town. They're you not can ashamed. Get a, yeah, you can, get a, ashamed. you can get a nice have, fro-yo after. <laughs> they have different kinds of lube, one for your vagina, one for your butt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every time, every time you say that sentence, whether it's in a crowded restaurant or here on the podcast, everything comes to with a silence. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Now, uh, she didn't say specifically what the store was, but I'm judging by this canvas tote bag, which I have a hard time imagining myself using in public. Me, me, it's, me. It's good vibrations. Uh, the San Francisco sex shop, where, which is actually the a very fat lesbian uh, sex shop that I have uh, patronized mm. in, in my life. I've, it's the only fat that's, lesbian. So that's, that's your fat lesbian sex shop. I like to think of it that way, certainly. Yeah. Okay, um... We have a T-shirt here. It's a size medium ladies T-shirt. Mm. So I'm guessing it's for Teresa. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It or says Coco Girl Toys, uh, which I'm guessing I'm... is a brand of dildo. Do you think this is a promotional dildo shirt? Everybody act like they don't know if that's a brand or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. What else have we got in here? Got some uh, ooh, 15% off coupon. I'll be keeping that. <laughs> That's such a proud day when you walk into a sex shop with coupons. <laughs> you just go in, what's on special? <laughs> what, do you like, got the, this, what do you got in the dollar bin? Is this the one that was in Sunday's ad? <laughs> oh, look at this. This is some refrigerator magnets. Competitors' prices. Refrigerator magnets. Um, yeah. so I find one of these at Best Buy for like three bucks cheaper. <laughs> right, well, you match it. We've got a lot of different kind of. Uh, Personal size. Oh, there's enough for everybody. 
Here, Dan, you get one of these. Uh, you get one of these refrigerator magnets here. What? Who's this girl on the refrigerator magnet? She looks like she looks like sort of a, she a looks drugged like... teen runaway. Here's a sugar-free, hmm. clear-flavored <laughs> body glide. It's, if, if you see her, you call that number. <laughs> oh, that's how it she, works. Yeah. If you see it's this like girl, go to goodvibes.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, cool. Some anal beads. <laughs> <laughs> For an anus. That is really nice. It's my that's first nice. anal beads. She's correct in anticipating that I've never used any anal beads. <laughs> Let me see all those, because I think I have a good airport security joke for tomorrow when I fly. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, wow, that looks like a really fine probe. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's for an anus specifically. I think it's mildly hostile what this woman has mailed you guys. <laughs> I this don't think so. This is an anal like... flex probe. It's uh, got different speeds of vibration. This one... Less so than the anal, even even more so, significantly more so than the anal beads. This one looks like something you'd buy at a trench coat sex you know, store. That could actually be medicinal, Jesse. That could be like a Dr. Scholl's type of thing. Oh. Right, yeah, this could be for posture. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this could relate to the posture somehow. Wow. No, that was great. Thank you. Thanks for that. Thank you, sex pervert. That's called getting the hookup. Now, what I want, I kind of want to know if there's people out there who can give the hookup to anyone who's listening to this show. By the way, everybody, mm. look out for your f- free Fuel TV swag pack, courtesy <laughs> of Jordan Morris. So, yeah, um, awesome. I just want to, I want to thank Jordan for sort of clearing the air with something as innocent as a as a Fuel TV swag pack after the last package. Is it cool if I keep the dildos? Yes. Again. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Another tired refrain coming from you. <laughs> if I had a dog. Yes, Jesse. My God. You can keep the dildos. I've hung out with you briefly twice, and it's just like, is it cool if I keep the dildos? Is it cool if I keep It's like, God. Well, yeah, it's just like, you're like the guy who which goes to the party and is just always asking, are the drinks free? The drinks are free, right? <laughs> free drinks? Yeah. I just don't want to offend anybody. So I thought I'd just uh, double no. check. No, it's very, <laughs> the last read... thing I want to do is step on anybody's toes, sensibilities wise. If you read, so I wanted any... to check if it was okay if I keep these dildos. I think it's kind of a general rule of thumb. Like if you read any etiquette book, if they're mailed to you, it's fine to keep them. I think it's always been the rule of thumb. Yeah, I don't have to return these dildos. My understanding <laughs> what was is like a Netflix situation. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, I get these. You put Where them in the prepaid envelope, keep them as long as you want, no late fees, put more dildos in your dildo queue. Thanks, Dildo. Now, you guys are joking, but that sounds pretty good to me, because dildo late fees have been killing me lately. Yeah, that's how they make all their money. Well, then you need net dill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's your internet dildonic source. You know, actually... Jesse, could you move that last package away from the package of children's toys? Just for <laughs> peace of mind while we uh, continue. The children's toys and things that will go in our mouths. Yeah. <laughs> Not that those aren't wrapped up. D- uh, Dan, oh. on, the, on, the, on the topic of, of swag, your, your, your book kind of detailed your working for a big record label. What, what kind of swag were you... Did you uh, get anything good? Yeah, yeah. What, what, did, what were you able to give away when you... Uh, you worked in marketing specifically at yeah. the Yeah. But this. I really wasn't on the swag end of things, you know what I mean? But I I knew the swag people. You, they, they you were loved, friends uh, with Fat Joe. They they loved <laughs> the uh 
They loved the uh, the coasters, the the uh, keychains, the uh, you got your your t-shirts, your sure. various sundry items seem very popular. Why a bottle opener? Yeah, say, yeah, okay. would be. I don't know why I said that like a '40s film noir character. Why a, a bottle opener? Yeah, <laughs> that's the yeah. <laughs> why. Yeah, I'll open your open your soda pop right <laughs> up. No. Some uh, gin mill hothouse flower comes in with this type of bottle opener. Hey, hmm. kid, I can't open my knee high. <laughs> my you got one of those uh, Why? bottle openers. You need a bottle opener. <laughs> Jordan, yes. uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Scandinavia. Nope. Uh, Dan, I don't know if you've ever been to Scandinavia. I've been to the Scandinavia a few times. Probably the most significant uh, mouth oral hygiene brand in Scandinavia is Jordan Asterisk. Love your teeth. <laughs> we, with with special thanks to Anne in Norway, we have Jordan Dental Floss, Jordan Toothpicks. All right. Some more floss here. We've got this chiffon microfiber. Uh, <laughs> that is a sweet chiffon microfiber. This is nice. Yeah. Very nice. That's a high-end chiffon microfiber. Wow, we got a travel brush. Oh, it's a nice travel could've brush. Could have used that this weekend. It's like a oh, mini microfiber. Man, these are nice tooth. We're never going to need to buy toothbrushes again. Yeah. No one we need is ever going to need. This looks like a feminine product. What is this? <laughs> Jordan. Oh, no. <laughs> they should put my face on all the this feminine isn't, products. Just, don't I'll worry, be their guys. Spokesperson. Don't worry, guys. What? This isn't a feminine, feminine product. It's a universal clute. <laughs> oh, clute. sweet. So let me get this straight. You just put a universal clute next to a microfiber? <laughs> shuts the grid down. Right. You can't cross those beams. Dan, do you... I actually have a... Uh, we have a coin-operated dryer in my building, you so do. I don't need these Kles clippers, but... <laughs> do you need any Kles clippers? Do you oh, ever... it's so sweet of you, but I've got a Dolch open where I live. <laughs> so good. And Jordan, I've, do you need a Kles clippers? I've got enough Swedish word. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan mm. Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. I don't have a nickname. You can make up one. I can right now. We encourage the guests to make up their own nickname. Author Dan Kennedy? Dolshopen. <laughs> Books. Dolshopen. That's too complicated. <laughs> um, Dan Dolshopen Kennedy? <laughs> it's Swedish for laundry hanging. Oh, I gotcha. I According to that last package. Dolshopen it is. Dolshopen. Dolshopen. Have you guys got all that huckleberry taffy out of your teeth? Oh, my God. I made the mistake mm. of slamming my huckleberry taffy. <laughs> I was like, dude, dude, just do it. Do it, do it. <laughs> do the huck. Do the huck, dude. Slam a huck. Get hucked. Do another one. We got a whole box of candy from Sweden, too. Wow. This one's, like, packed all carefully and shit. Oh, man. Don't they know we're just going to throw it on I, the ground? We're, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, we're not going to eat it on air. We're done with that. But I want to say some of these things. Got some jelly. <laughs> I want to say some funny words. We got some jelly hallens. Oh, these jungle vrawls look really good. It's a monkey's candy. Oh, uh, sweet. <laughs> a monkey's candy. Oh, good. He's got, um, he's got written on the, uh, like, uh, on the, uh, uh, area of the customs declaration where you say what's inside. Chocolate, all sorts. Mmm. <laughs> Oh, some billars. These will look like a little... This is, well, Severidge is messed copta bill, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I just looked at? What? Universal clue. 
<laughs> the universal flute looks sad. Look at it. Yeah. It looks like it's for some like totally depressing condition that you never want to get, no matter yeah. how old you become. Yeah. Oh, the man. Chocolate-coated toffee lollipops, doomlies. You want some of these? Yeah. Boom. Those, those are for those you. Take those doomlies. I'm hanging, on to all the, I'm hanging on to most of it. I'm not letting you get near the, nearby my my Malico Zoo or my Mal- Malico's Gotten Blend at. You don't have Gotten <laughs> Blend at. Is that seriously Gotten Blend at? That is Gotten Blend at. Jordan, where have you been all this oh, time? Oh, jeez, yeah, no, I'm a little, I, I'm a little loopy. I think this is the, You're a little... this is the dirtiest and most sleep deprived I've ever been <laughs> while doing a podcast. Like, honestly, do I like? It's, it's fine. Like, you guys can tell me if I smell bad. No, you don't smell bad. You smelling anything? Not today, bad? buddy. I think there's something oddly. Typically, ar- but <laughs> it's historically, wow, maybe, I, maybe, um. I think there's something oddly arousing when, when... Here, if you're concerned about your odor, I'd put some of this sugar-free, <laughs> yeah. clear, sugar-free clear-flavored uh, body glide. It's passion fruit punch. You know? And just rub your arms against your yeah, boobers like Yeah, just rub this. it like <laughs> that. <laughs> Stand next to that package from San Francisco, <laughs> that dirty and sleep-deprived. Yeah. There's something hot about that. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. Um, no, I actually just got back from Cabo. Ow! <laughs> Dan? Oh, Dan? I would oh, sorry. I would ow, ow. Thank you. Ow. Thank you. Ow. Dan Kennedy, what's your problem? Ow. Ow. <laughs> what are you sitting on? No, I'm totally... I'm Cabo. Me and you were doing the Cabo Wabo dance before we were even We recording. did do the Cabo Wabo dance before we started recording. Before Jordan even got and here I, from Cabo. I, and I think, I mean, on that topic, I think this trip really cemented for me the fact that I prefer Cabo Wabo over Maui Wabo. Oh, you do? <laughs> you do? Yeah, I'm a, you know... <laughs> Nothing against Maui Wowie, nah. but I'm a Cabo Wabo man. Mm, Sammy makes a fine beverage, Sammy uh, uh, Hagar. Yeah, man, I, I didn't get to go to his restaurant. Sammy Hagar has like a restaurant in Cabo, and it, um, they sell T-shirts where there's a it's a 55 crossed out. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, that is so sweet. Uh, I wanted to go, I didn't get a chance. That's um, awesome. I, I was... wish I had a hit record I could turn into a novelty T-shirt. <laughs> I'm still trading on a catchphrase from 1981. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, I got you guys Senior Frogs thongs, though. Oh, <laughs> thanks, buddy. Sweet. So, um, I was there for the SEMA uh, conference. S I M A. Oh, I was going to ask. They if you have went a whole conference for that, huh? Mm-hmm. And what and and what what the SEMA conference? That's is. That's actually you just. That was just after you went to the boxed wine conference, <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, it's I the Bacardi Breezers con- <laughs> you know, conference. You know, a lot of people are like, "Yeah, we got to go because we're going to Sundance." I like to just be like, "Yeah, we got to go. We're going to Boxed Wine." Yeah, <laughs> be dub. You know, when be I dub. went to the, the first time, I went to the podcasting conference. It was be it was dub. sharing. <laughs> you want a glass of B dub? Yeah, we it, would love to stick around, but we got to fly to B dub. We got to hit yeah. B dub. Got a lot of contacts. We got to make. <laughs> Make some contacts. <laughs> Press the flesh, as they say. Sure, yeah, sure. Um, and this is a a convention for uh, surf companies, and then they had okay. kind of an award show awarding the best surf products of of the past year, oh. best wetsuit, best women's apparel, best mm. ad campaign, that kind of thing. Nice. Um, and I was there. I for... vote best women's apparel bikini. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for the thirty seventh year in a row, <laughs> bikini. Um, Surprise winner this year, Victorian bathing suit. <laughs> yeah, with, with cap. And coming in from, for the first time on the list, Universal Clute. <laughs> Big upset. People were, were hoping Dark Horse long t-shirt. 
There's some there's some suspicion of vote tampering on the part of our Scandinavian jury members. Um, and here's here's an example of one of the acceptance speeches. And this is and the people who run the surf industry are absolutely the people you think would run the surf industry. Like I'm I'm kind of wondering what these people will be like, you know. Yes, they totally run the surf industry, and here's an acceptance speech, and this guy is talking about... Wait, can I ask you a quick question about this ceremony? Yeah. Is everyone wearing board shorts? Mm, Most. (laughs) And ties. Mm. Mm. Um, And um, here's an example, and this guy is talking about... uh, This guy is talking about how grateful he is to work in the surf industry and everything it's afforded him, and he says, you know... We should all feel so thankful to work. And very sweet, very sincere. He's saying, um, you know, we're really, really lucky to be working in this industry. It uh, lets us pay for our homes, to feed our kids, to cruise, to do whatever. <laughs> cruise? In, in, what, in what capacity is he, is he, is he using cruise that around. term? Cruise around. in the George Michael sense. Yeah, right? he's, like, yeah. he's like, you know, with a little bit of cash, we're free to cruise. Like, we <laughs> yeah. got our families at home and houses that the mortgage is paid on. What, the, what he's saying is, if you work in the surfing industry, you know, nobody's going to accuse you of heading down to Central Park for a little man-on-man... Anonymous... Bush area love in the exactly mm-hmm, trees because they know that you're a virile surfer type mm. type of dude in board shorts. Oh, speaking of of cruising, I, this is a terrible tangent, but I have have I talked about that thing I no. listened to on BBC about cruising? No, I was listening to something on BBC Radio about cruising, and it and it absolutely illustrated the difference between BBC News and our news. And it's this guy, and he goes down to Golden Gate Park to investigate cruising. Yeah. Um, and he's got this real aggressive journalist tone. He's got this real hard news journalist tone. He's like, he's like walking around, and you can kind of hear the ambient noise. And he's like, there are two men just met in the bushes now. I will wait, I will wait for them to finish, and then I will approach them. <laughs> and this guy totally interviewed this this gay cruiser post blowjob. No, you can't do that. He, yeah, he's. I will lie and wait for them. <laughs> like, then I will strike, like a journalistic vulture. Uh, anyway, I will pick off the weakest of the wildebeest herd. <laughs> These two males are seen courting in the. Yeah. Area of the, you know, like it just seems a little bit wrong though. That yeah. was a great capper, by the way, Dan. Yeah, you really for that. kicked it yeah, up a notch. Too bad. What I like to bring to it, what we, what we call a, a button. In I like comedy. to bring, I like to bring a, a button, a sad sort of ellipses laced jet lag <laughs> button to the bit. Dan, I can't help but notice that you're slouching a bit. Uh-huh. Can I offer you an <laughs> anal probe? No, 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 I don't need the Doctor Scholl's posture aid that Jordan discussed. I'm no. fine. Um, I'll straighten up now. Have you ever even been to Mexico? Uh, you know, I, I went I went on like a, a Tijuana afternoon with my family a uh, long time ago. I think we've all gone Classic to Tijuana, Tijuana with our family. <laughs> it was like, your dad needs amphetamines, yeah. whatever. Mom needs some M80s. Yeah, like... I got in a fight with evil Orson Welles. <laughs> <laughs> what? In the movie A Touch of Evil. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> My sister needs a garish ceramic clown. Mm-hmm. Dad yeah. needs amphetamines. Let's I need go. some knockoff Let's... Simpsons t-shirts. Yeah, so let's do a... Hey, Mon. <laughs> yeah, Rastabart. <laughs> Man, I, I want one of those Rastabart? so bad. I want a knockoff uh. Simpsons t-shirt to wear around. I know it's it's a little 
It's a little ironic. It's a little. Mm. It's a little 1998. But I would really like to wear around a knockoff. I Simpsons remember t-shirt. at the time when the when the knockoff Simpsons T-shirts were at their peak. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like a 1991 or two. Sure. I went to uh, Ireland with my dad. They sold knockoff Simpsons T-shirts there. It blew my mind. I couldn't believe how many Simpsons t-shirts you could get for your dollar. <laughs> What's the exchange rate over yeah, there? What is the oh, it was right spectacular. Now, yeah. Well, actually... Right now, the shirt exchange rate on unlicensed Simpsons stuff is crazy. These days in Ireland, they have what's called the Celtic Tiger. It's uh, an economic engine that's driving their future. <laughs> at the time, at the time, they used knockoff Simpsons t-shirts as currency. So it was right. a direct exchange rate. Right. You could just get it right there at the airport, at the uh, airport, you know, uh, uh, little combio booth. Right. You know what I'm this saying? This is no Tijuana afternoon. No, absolutely <laughs> yeah. not. This it wasn't no... that kind of that wasn't that kind of situation. But you know, I think most of most of Mexico is. I mean, I think you got a pretty reasonable taste because if you know, obviously I'm not Mexican, but I grew up in a primarily. Mm. We kind of let that fly by pretty quickly without any scrutiny. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let's check under his ears. <clears throat> I, I did grow means. up in a primarily Latino neighborhood, so I know a thing or two about your Los Tigres del Norte. <laughs> so um, I, I will tell you that having been to various places in Mexico, I've been, I've been to several places in Mexico, <clears throat> I think mostly what you'll find is... Uh, Sammy Hagar's restaurants and professional surfers. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We're kind of at this point. We're letting your your affiliation with you know Los Tigres del Norte overshadow someone who was just there, and and maybe we should go back to our original source. You know who was actually just there. Like uh, I, I understand you ran with a Hispanic gang. That's, let oh, that's me, honorable. But let me clarify. It, it, let me clarify. I also know a lot about Luis Miguel. <laughs> Okay, this I didn't realize. So, so if, it's if, both wow, Nor- yeah. right. it's both Norteños and mm, Romanticos. This could have been brought to our attention several minutes ago. Sorry, I didn't you know mean to I mean? embarrass you guys, but I didn't think you were going to get all up in my face, and I had to smack you down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But we have a dirty, sleep-deprived, lazy <laughs> man here. Who who Lazy. wants to tell us? I don't you know, know. what that was we, your term. We you had call, a call, said... we had a caller who called in this week. Uh, I'm going to guess he he was a midwestern type of fella. Mm-hmm. He called in to say he always enjoys it when I say my Spanish nonsense <laughs> stuff. Mm. Like when I'm t- apparently when I'm talking about Los Tigres del Norte. You know what you example. did though? You hit him with a bunch of Swedish nonsense. You were yeah. like, "You won't play the hit single." He's like, "Play the single," and but you're yeah. like, "You know what? <laughs> I'm working on some new stuff." Yeah, Here's he something visited. From the new it's he got solo project. He got actually, his comeuppance because he traveled to Los Angeles on business with his boss, and on the bus from the airport to the like rental car place or something like that, he, there was a billboard or you know a sign in the bus for El Cucuy, mm-hmm. El Cucuy de la Mañana. <laughs> And you know about El Cucuy. I was reading an El Diario. Dan Kennedy. That's, that's well, Dan Kennedy's more of an El Piolin man, I think. Oh. Mm. Which would you say? Yeah, uh, El Piolin. You know what? Do you have any feelings about Mostly. Radio Laser? <laughs> mm, Radio Laser is like. No. <laughs> no, I don't. What about La Grande, the Ace the Ace? You're supposed to roll the R. <laughs> You're not doing it right. Roll you know it. what? Roll it. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like there's no reason to make jokes since Contin Floss died. The yeah. clown prince of Mexico? Yeah. <laughs> Contin mm. Floss. That's our... That's... 
We should do like a special a special show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just a soft focus black and white show. Yeah. Man. Uh, we should do I think I should write a memoir of <laughs> things I vaguely remember from growing up in the inner city while not speaking Spanish. And attending private schools on scholarship. Ah, uh, it'd be so sweet. Oh, oh, and in parentheses, what's the big deal about Selena? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man, that was such a big deal. Remember what a big deal that was? It was huge. Such a big deal. Huge deal. Huge thing. You're from Mission Viejo. Yes. It's a Spanish-speaking community, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yes, that's that's why it's incorrectly conjugated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I went to San Francisco this week. Yeah, uh, the, that go? the most beautiful city in the world. Man, don't I'm getting married is really intense. I didn't know it was so intense. Oh yeah, you've been married? Dan? No, no, that's why I haven't been. Oh, <laughs> it's just too, too intense. intense. Yeah, because you're just such a chill dude. It's crazy. Right now, there's a big conflict going on, and I um we stayed with my. Uh, you didn't? No, you didn't go to get married. You, no, you went I to, to prep for the. I wedding. went to prepare. You would. I understand the wedding ceremony itself is intense. Yeah, hmm. it's the miscellany that I didn't. I have a hard time. I thought I could avoid it. I thought I could just make Teresa do it, and the trouble is that you know Teresa's in law school. Um, and at the end of the day, there are certain things that I have to participate in, like engagement photos. Engagement uh, photos? That's wow. apparently something. It comes with our wedding photographer, engagement photos, so Wait we had to take that's that. A, that's just a photo of you today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, just a photo I, of you like, and Teresa watching Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, here we are standing in front of the fridge wondering what we should eat. <laughs> yeah, or if we should go out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much was that? Uh, $1,300. That's, yeah. a, that's a great summary of the wedding planning experience, actually. How much was that? Thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, some good things did come of my trip to San Francisco, though. We met with the florist. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, wedding flowers—they cost two thousand dollars. Wow! If hmm. you were wondering how much wedding flowers cost, it's two thousand dollars. That's like that's, that's like this is like, that's like bare minimum. We that's went like to budget. We, I want to be clear. We went that's to like, like that's bouquets four, that are clearly designed for other occasions. We right. went to four florists. That's number one. We went to four different florists, and all of them we said, we want the cheapest flowers. We want whatever is cheapest right now. Mm -hmm. We want, like, Mm -hmm. and our... out of vogue. Yeah, like the bridesmaid (laughs) bouquets. Uh, Yeah, like a a peony is more of a, like a 1920s flower. Yeah. You know, so yeah, absolutely. The market values dropped significantly. We'll have posies. Yeah, we'll have exactly. Only. We'll have poinsettias. And, uh, <laughs> right, yeah. Just be nice. We'll have In a foil pot of those on each person's table. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. precisely. Um, it cost two thousand dollars, but a we when we met with this woman. I had something happen to me that just renewed my faith in this entire endeavor. Now, Dan, you obviously, you know, you've heard some Jordan Jesse goes, but you haven't probably haven't heard where, the ones where I talk a lot about the wedding. Been a long time since I talked about the wedding. Um, my role in the wedding planning process to this point has largely been to ensure that our catering would be provided by a taco truck. <laughs> As is usually a young groom's 
roll. Exactly. I you mean, know, you're on taco truck. I mean, if you're having a traditional German wedding, exactly. which they are, you, yes. put, you put the man on taco truck. Exactly. <laughs> and you try not to get a boner in your later hosen. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. It chafes. Oh, sure. It's got the suede side in, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, hey. Yeah. Um, to tell me about. So, uh, yeah, you're you're preaching to the choir over here. That's why you got two blank faces. Just that, yeah, one duh, of the least hurts. comfortable duh, indigenous hurts. costumes to get a boner uh, in. I actually, I would argue that we'll talk later, but yeah, <laughs> boners of the world with Dan <laughs> Kennedy. <laughs> actually, a... you know how Dan Kennedy knows this. One time he got really drunk and just went on a rampage through It's a Small World after all. I spent two grand on flowers that day alone. <laughs> That's how high I was. So okay, high. so uh, that has been my that has been my my sum the sum total of my contribution to this wedding so far. Um, and I'm fine with that. I'm I'm totally fine with that. You know, I'm consulted from time to time, but for the most part. It, you know, I just want to be left out of it. Now, Teresa's best friend, uh, y- a young lady named Jess, uh, is a horse enthusiast. Yeah, I was going to ask mm. you if you guys had a horse enthusiast in yet. Precisely. So she's a horse enthusiast in sort of a similar way to the way that a, an eight- or nine-year-old girl would be a horse enthusiast. Which is not to say that she's retarded or something, but just to say she just loves horses more than anything. Sure. So she works part-time at this ranch, uh, and she does. Uh, she's working to become an equine therapist. That's somebody who like takes people out on a horse ride to get them to stop being at-risk youths. That and is so, that's so proven. I just want to risk, interject. Yeah, it's that a risk reduction. It's a proven risk reduction super, method. A lot of like um, La Tigre del Norte's. Los Tigres, Los Tigres. del Norte. Put yeah. down the drugs and pick up the reins. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. That precisely. was a really effective campaign. Now, <laughs> thank 90s. you. Yeah. Now look at me, you two. Slimer from the Ghostbusters they've cartoon got, said it. At a horse ranch, they've got horses, and I'm going to give you a hint here regular size horses. They've also got donkeys. What else do you think they might have at a horse ranch? Something I, that might, think, for example, travel to events. I think I know. I'm going to call on Dan. Um, would it be a like a small pony, like a Shetland pony? It would be. I'm going to. I'm going to go to Jordan here. The judges do not accept small pony. But it's in that. It sounds like it was in that neighborhood. I'm saying dwarf horse. Yes, many horses. No, let me get this straight. Many I horses. say small pony, and and the judges don't accept it. Jordan comes in with dwarf horse. <laughs> yeah, well, that's and we what, have a go. It sounds funnier. Yours is just yours is you saying like Shetland pony. That's a full size horse. It's it is? just a small version of a full size horse. That's like a th- a Shetland pony is like a three quarter size or half size. Oh, it is. We're talking here about mini horses and donks. <laughs> little donk. No, just, about. just a donk. It's just called a donk. A it's not called donk. a little donk. You don't there's need like, to insult these creatures. They're part of God's creation. It's like sure. big dank and little donk. Okay, so a donk is a miniature donkey. For anyone who doesn't know what a donk is, it's a miniature donkey. A mini horse is a miniature horse. They're about knee-high to a grasshopper. They're adorable little creatures. Are like midgets going to ride this shit through your wedding? Is that what you're getting at? I didn't say anything about midgets. Well, You're we the went, one we that brought up like, midgets. But yes. So horses aren't gonna horses aren't gonna run around unrestrained, are they? <laughs> you gotta have a jockey on them. <laughs> a little tiny, an extra small jockey. Yeah. That's why I'm saying. 
You've got to have these things manned if you're dragging them into the wedding. Dan, the dogs drive the horses. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, you're kidding, I, as right? I said, it's I'm, not actually going to happen. No, I'm, that's not going to oh, happen. Geez. As I was saying, I've okay, never been married. But so. I'm oh, so I'm kidding about dogs driving these things. But here's the thing, Jess said just offhandedly. We were Jess mentioned that they had donks at this at this farm. I mean this. <laughs> Ranch you, they work at. How do you at. offhandedly mention that well, during maybe, wedding plan? Like it's possible. Hey, like, oh, it's oh, possible so. that I was talking about donks. Yeah, it's she was possible. Like, oh, you know, I roll with yeah. a half dozen donks. I am a little when bit donk obsessed. When you work there, it kind of loses its novelty. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like you actually get cynical about donks if you're sure. working there. It's like me know. mentioning my lunch with Travis Pastrana offhandedly. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And people are like, "What? That. I don't know what that is." Mm. Uh, it's something else. Oh, Continue. Okay. Is that like a member of the Red Hot Chili Peppers? <laughs> it is, yes. A motorcycle daredevil. The only one, the only one I know, daredevil. the only one I know is the Flea. Yeah, <laughs> the Flea and the Chad Smith. <laughs> okay, so she mentions one day that there are that she that she basically, to summarize, has access to dogs. <laughs> right. Now, a I, donk could go missing from her work, and people wouldn't know. <laughs> she I'm inventories saying, the donks. Yeah. She'll just cross it off. All I'm saying, if you get my drift, I work the closing shift. If you need a donk, yeah. Now, I told Teresa that I wanted, and she said, kind of slightly in jest. Jess said slightly in jest. Well, maybe I could get you some donks for your wedding because mm. these donks do events. Now. I, Teresa and this I, is a complimentary donk situation. <laughs> Teresa and I laughed about this, mm-hmm. and I said, oh, I want donks at our wedding. And then we both laughed, and there it lay, right? But the more I thought about it, the more I realized that when I said, I want donks at our wedding, what I meant was, I actually want donks at our wedding. Like, that's not a little thing I said because it's funny mm-hmm. that Jess can get donks. Mm-hmm. Right. We, now that the donk... Now I have added a second demand to my wedding planning, my part of the wedding planning, which is I demand donks. Now, it turns out that the donks are friends with the minis. That's what you call mini horses. Mm. They, they Jordan travel. calls them dwarf horse. <laughs> you call they, them dwarf horse. They travel together, and I'm perfectly happy to have some minis there too. <laughs> You're not going to exclude the minis. Yeah, yeah. not at this all. This is like you can't have DMC without run. So we went. Right. And, we went and had this meeting with the florist. Yeah. I'm bringing it back to the florist here. We're sitting down with the florist. She's showing us pictures of different flowers because who in God's name knows the difference between one flower and another? Uh, We're going through it. We're talking about it. She's talking about how, you know, she also does this thing where she does day of wedding coordination, you know, like she's the person who's in charge. Oh, I got it. And, like, tells the wedding to start and that kind of thing. We're thinking, gosh, we really don't want Teresa's mom to be in charge of that. Maybe that's a good idea. Yeah. And uh, and so on and so forth. And somehow the subject of donks comes up. I don't know how. I don't know how it could have come up, Jordan. You know, it's just Did you sometimes just say the word donk really loud. Mm. Sometimes you're just <laughs> someone else was talking. You're talking and you know someone's it, going flower, flower, mumble, mumble, flower, and you're like donk. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got the donks? I think that's reasonable. <laughs> Who let the donks out? I don't know. 
And at this point, I want to remind you that I'm talking to a wedding professional. Sometimes when she's not a florist, she also works as a wedding planner. Now, in my mind at this point, Donks, while Donks is burying itself into my heart like a cattail into a dog that wasn't checked for ta- cattails after it ran in a field. Mm. Um, I'm still thinking of it as something. It's moved beyond the point where uh, to the. It's moved to the point where I know that I really want it, but it has not yet moved to the point where I feel justified in asking for it. It still sounds, as I'm sure it does to you, batshit insane. Mm, no, well, the thing is, though, it's trotted out it's so enticingly in front of you. Time and time again, you wouldn't be a crazy man for saying, yes, I, I, I want that. Because every time you turn around, someone's like, hey, man, remember about the donks. That's all I'm saying. People are just always talking about yeah. donks in casual yeah. conversation. Yeah, it comes up a lot. Yeah, so it's not like you're just like pulling this one out wild. You know what I mean? It's like if... It's, you're like, I'm just trying to get a sensibly priced taco truck. And they're like, really? Hmm. Uh, it's like if donk. you married your high school sweetheart, moved away... She died. You became a widow, and then you went to the high school, the high school reunion. It just comes up. Yes. Yeah. No. You're, you're not you're keep ripping off the scab. Super good metaphor. In this case, the donk scab. Hmm. Sorry, Mister Metaphor. No. <laughs> it's um, like an aged woman on a soap opera looking <laughs> like this. That was my audio interpretation <laughs> of the funny. look. Um, okay. So it comes up. Donks come up. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. As they do. What do you think the wedding planning professional thinks about the donks? I'm going to guess she's a traditionalist and this say it says maybe she, she seems like it's in my head she's like a three stooges villain. She's right. just some woman with opera or, glasses or all the, the time. Or like the lady the lady from uh the Marx Brothers movies. What's that Margaret Dumont? Sure. What do you think, Dan? I'm or gonna, like a female I'm... shooter McGavin. Yeah, I would err with her sort of seeing it as an opportunity to possibly provide you with more services. Like, did I mention I'm also a donk wrangler? <laughs> yeah. Well, guess she what, boys? Hmm. She loves the idea. Pro donk. She thinks it's uh, one of the best ideas she has ever, ever heard. Wait, yeah. I, what are the donks going to do? They're going to hang out. They're, They're gonna so be cute. Guests? They're so cute, yeah, Jordan. They're just going to sit in the pews? Yeah, that's... Jordan, they're not going to be at this... They're not involved in the ceremony. No, I'm sorry. Jordan, I'm not I'm marrying crazy. a donk. <laughs> oh, so you're not. That's not legal yet. What do they do? Uh, they hang out at the reception. Wait a minute. How are you It gonna... may be legal here in California. I know. In light Which... of certain judicial decisions. Is things... it just going to be like sort of like a Fellini film? Like you're going to like walk up to the church and all of a sudden everything's going to be black and white and there's donks like strolling on sort of vacant landscape and... Yeah. So, oh, okay. That'd yeah, nice. that's exactly yeah. what I was looking yeah. for. Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we can have two, maybe one or two hours of donkage. <laughs> what? What is be- donkage? What happens no, in donkage? <laughs> they they just stand around? Yeah. Well, they poop sometimes. Yeah. We're... Maybe children are allowed to feed them food pellets. Okay. That's what I. Something I'm hoping for. A little petting zoo. A little wedding day petting zoo. Yeah, exactly. Kinda donk petting zoo. So there's a bit of donkage at the beginning of the reception, then the donks can go. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it really brings a certain mm. donkish flavor to the whole thing. <laughs> a certain livestock motif. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And, and it, and it's the one thing you're missing. You've got tacos. Yeah, exactly. So... We had to present this to Teresa's parents who are paying for the wedding. These are people of modest means. They thought we 
they thought we were, well, they thought I was joking. Anything I say, they think I'm joking, which, you know, to be honest, it's a safe bet. So you, you, know? mean, you mean these are the kind of people that you can't, like, sit down with and go, you know, I'd like some tiny dwarf horses and miniature donkeys running through the wedding. And they're like, and they, they can't, they think, oh, comedy, you're doing comedy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's. That's just short-sightedness. <laughs> it's a sickness in my yeah, eyes. It is a disease, and you should have compassion. Yeah. I mean, uh, they should be going to meetings, but... They're not gonna. You know, you know what? Some people get it. You know, they go when they're ready. Yeah. You know what? They have to be ready. They, uh, you're not going to get them there. Yeah. Uh, Don't take that on. I, it's a I, losing battle. I'm at this point right now where I feel like no sacrifice is too great to have donks in my wedding. So these aren't free donks. Yeah, we're not, we're not sure yet. Heavily discounted. Well, we're oh, we're not sure yet. We're we're mm. we're looking into it. But here's the thing. She kind of trotted it out like grab a half dozen if you want. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like it seemed to me that know, was hey, the. You give me. No, the, I mean yes, I feel the same uh, way. But the fact of the matter is there there does have to be a donk wrangler of some sort. Mm-hmm. Somebody <laughs> has to bring a donk pen. You know, somebody mm-hmm. somebody has to operate the uh, food. <laughs> the donks don't walk from the. Yeah, from the ranch mm-hmm. to Fort Mason in San Francisco. I mean, just at the end of the day, you guys, what's important? True love or donks? I submit to you that the two are inexorably linked. I think, like every young boy growing up, you had this day in your mind, mm-hmm. you know, and it was the perfect day. This, this is, is my day, this right? This is your day. The and white dress. The donks. All your friends. And then miniature livestock just parading about you know what i mean and that's what as as men that's what we grow up with and mm-hmm. that's what society tells us not doing any right. the, just the the little guys hanging out and not doing anything not in particular anything. getting touched you yeah. guys fed. i've been doing some collaging around this mm-hmm. and i think you're absolutely correct is that the vision board we see over here <laughs> yeah absolutely yep. i think you should stick to this you notice notice all the i had a hard time finding pictures of donks they're harder to find than pictures of donkeys so i just cut <laughs> the regular donkeys off at the knees <laughs> I see. Also, he sort of just forced the perspective by putting really large things. Next yeah, to exactly. Well, I thought yeah. it was sort of like Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just but it like does, the, it, it does make it does just help like you. those little donk men in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> right. There's right. also a caption from Seventeen magazine that says "sexy girlfriend." <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Dan Kennedy with no Swedish nickname. Now, Jordan. Yes. Look me in the eyes here. How How is MaximumFun.org supported? Um, listeners. Yeah, listeners just like you. Mm-hmm. And in this case, I'm not talking to Jordan. I'm talking to you, the listener. Not Dan either. And no, not... I'm pointing at Dan, but I'm not talking to Dan. You're also sort of pointing at the mixing board. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am talking to the mixing yeah, board mixing in a board. sense. It's time to pony up. <laughs> yeah, mixing board. You just come around here and hang out all week. Yeah. This is, board. this is really good. This is going to be our most successful pledge brick ever. It's mm-hmm. opened up. It's opened so strongly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. MaximumFun.org. That's, you know, Jordan, Jesse, Go, The Sound of Young America, uh, uh, the Casper Browser Comedy Podcast, the Coil and Sharp Podcast, the blog, the discussion forums, the, your meetups. The whole nine yards, my dog, Coco, it's all supported by listeners. Now, 
as of right now, if you average out the total number of downloads in a given month to the total number, uh, the total amount of donation income, people pay on average less than one penny per download in donations. So what I'm saying is you have culpability. If you're feeling guilty right now because you haven't donated, that was my plan all along. Man, you know what uh, one of the public radio stations out here is doing for their pledge drive? What's that? Instead of getting a pledge, like just to make the whole thing more guilt-ridden, instead of getting a pledge gift, they want you to plant trees in the name of your donation. Fuck that. I'm giving out pledge gifts. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck trees. We've got over 150 yeah, pledge you're not gifts. not going green. Among our pledge gifts, five copies of Dan Kennedy's book. You should get right it. Right here. It's boom, back, boom, bop. Book. Here's how it works. This is the shit that you can get. Number one, we're asking you to donate on a monthly basis. It's recurring. You don't have to do anything. Two bucks a month, five bucks a month, ten bucks a month, twenty bucks a month. Just give a little money to support MaximumFun.org. In return, every new donor, A, has been challenged by... Among others, our celebrity friend John Hodgman and 26 other Maximum Fun listeners have pledged sort of walkathon style that they will donate $37.70 amongst them uh, for every new donor that we get during this pledge drive. That's number one. So you have been challenged if you are not yet a donor. Number two, if you donate, during this pledge drive, if you start a new monthly subscription, you get to pick something from our uh, thank you gifts, or at least indicate some preferences, because we don't really have an inventory system, so you can't really call something exactly. But we'll do our best to get you one of the things you want. We've got uh, millions of awesome, awesome books. Uh, we've got DVDs, CDs. Uh, we've even got some passes to uh, our pal, uh, our pals Jimmy Pardo and uh, Matt Belknap, who have a pay podcast. They were nice enough to give us a couple passes to their pay podcast to give out during our pledge drive. So you get a thank you gift. Number three, if you give five, ten, or twenty dollars a month, five dollars a month or up, you get a special T-shirt that you can only get during this pledge drive. It was the winner of our T-shirt contest, the MaximumFun.org T-shirt contest. It has a sweet boombox on it. It's really cool. And basically, at this point, there's no excuse for you not to have given. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, that's what we're talking about here. So all you have to do is go to themaximumfund.org, click on the donate, and uh, hopefully I will continue to be able to eat. That's what we're looking for here, yeah. Jordan, basically. A man not starving to death. Yeah. Not to mention a dog. If it makes you feel more guilty Coco that you're starving first. a dog to death rather than starving a man to death, just think of the fact that you're not donation uh, starves uh, starves my puppy. Mm-hmm. Look at Coco. Look how Coco shakes. I know. Is that normal or is that just hunger? Oh, that's hunger. Oh, Coco, she... I thought that was the Octo. <laughs> yeah, well, she's fat now, but she used to be really fat. <laughs> Help get her back fat. <laughs> Help and, make dog fat again. Anyway, in in all seriousness, there's so many prizes and thank you things and so on, and uh, the pledge drive will run until the end of the month. I mean, you can donate any time, but the special pledge period where we'll get the extra donation from the challenge group and uh, you can get these special prizes and everything is through the end of the month. And uh, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. If you like something, you should support it. That's basically my position on it. That's what I'm asking for. You know, if it's something that you care about... You know, it's we're not we're not running some kind of Nickelodeon here with a lot of Fruit Loops advertisements. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, we, we really do rely on you. So uh, maximumfund.org, and then just click donate in the upper right hand corner. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. 
Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, have you ever had too much fun? Uh, I mean, I just did. Can you please point the microphone at your mouth? It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, have you ever had too much fun? I mean, like just now? Like when I had it then? Yeah, with Dan Kennedy? Yeah, I have. Yeah, me too, man. Mm-hmm. I am beat. Yeah. I can't. don't even want to talk about how I'm going to feel tomorrow. you got to take a little fun nap. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hide out in the dark and take a snooze. <laughs> Why not? Okay. Well, no. This is what happened. We we had a really great time with Dan Kennedy. Uh, I don't want to give you a bunch of hour and forty five minute long podcasts. Plus, you know, it's sort of sweeps week. Mm-hmm. That's what I would call this sweeps week. So rolling well, out our tent poles. W- what we're doing is we're gonna split this show up in into two. Uh, we'll give you one later on this week uh, that will also have Dan Kennedy as the guest. It'll be sort of a Two three-quarter shows, something like that. Two yeah. whole shows, maybe, but maybe 90% shows, something like that. Anyway, we'll be, we'll be back later next week. But I want to get to uh, the uh, action items so that we have some action item stuff sure. to uh, talk about. Action item for this week's program is Moments of Shame. It's uh, not only is it maximum fun drive time right now, it's also, that's sort of like our sweeps week. So we're rolling out the big guns. In our case, the big guns is you telling all of the listeners of Jordan Jesse Go about the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to you. We're trying, we're working on transforming this program into an audio version of Seventeen Magazine. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying, Jordan? You're getting a, you're getting, we're, shoot. We're going to oh, be yeah. talking about I, I, boys. I remember, I remember the celebrity I was going to reference now. Oh, okay. You're getting a poster of Zac Efron at some point. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Jonas Brothers. Mm-hmm. You know the kind of stuff that we're working on here. Prom dresses. Absolutely. It's all right here on Jordan Jesse Go. So if you have a most embarrassing moment, whether it happened in front of the principal, in front of your mom and dad, in front of your crush. Yeah. If you were crushing. 206-984-4FUN. 206-984-4FUN. Maybe it happened at the movie Blue Crush. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe you were drinking a crush. crush. The old TurboGrafx-16 pinball game. (laughs) Maybe that's where it happened. Maybe you were enjoying some first crush applesauce from Trader (laughs) Joe's. Oh, 206-984-4FUN is the number to call. 206-984-4FUN. Our theme music provided to us by the free design. Uh, please log on to MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. There is no better time than now, and we have tons and tons of really awesome thank you gifts to do it. And, uh, uh, you know, it's it's what pays for the brand-new microphone that Jordan is talking into right now. Don't I sound great? I think you sound fantastic. Yeah. You sound handsome. That was a rhetorical it's like, yeah, of course I sound great. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to... No, nah, that's fine. ...step on your rhetoric. It's fine. You just don't know a lot about rhetoric. Have we ever talked about Casey Muhammad on this show? Uh, I think we have, yes. Oh. So they already know about Swampy Swamperson. <laughs> yes, I think everyone is well aware of Swampy Swamperson <laughs> I at this just point. figured if rhetorical tropes was going to come up, we should, we should talk about Swampy Swamperson. Readdress. No, no, I think everybody is... Can I just give the the kind of pocket yeah, edition, just sure. in case there's people out there who haven't yet heard about Swampy Swamperson. Yeah. Our professor, Casey Muhammad, and we had a Shakespeare class, we were learning about different... Uh, rhetorical tropes and uh, you know uh, different different types of um, uh, uh, different types of you know poetic language and so on and so forth. Synecdoche 
is when you refer to something by something with which it is associated or by a small part of it. So, for example, uh, here comes the suits mm-hmm. is a classic example of uh, synecdoche or there's they've there's 400 sail out in the yard in the in the harbor is another classic Can't example. Can't fight city hall. Yeah, precisely. Um, in, in this case, uh, Casey Muhammad said synecdoche is something. Uh, he's a very kind of quiet, button-down man, um, and he said... Synec- underbite, severe underbite. Yeah, very gentle, possibly Persian, mm-hmm. you know, some kind of, you know, a little bit Middle Eastern academic type, very quiet, gentle guy. He said, uh, synecdoche is when you refer to something by something with it which it is associated, such as if you had a friend who lived in the swamp, and you called him Swampy Swamperson. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the greatest moment of our lives. At least our college careers, mm-hmm. wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. That was the most wisdom I got in one burst yeah. in all four years of college. Anyway, visit MaximumFun.org and donate for the Maximum Fun Drive. We'll be back uh, later on this week with part two of this show on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs>